reactive foods, and elimination diets, or what I like to refer to around Halloween as scary foods. Hold on to your menu, everybody, and start to look closer. A new type of diet is in town, and it's all the rage. You're about to hear about it at barbecues, at the gym, at your doctor's office, and you will see it nonstop in every magazine you subscribe to. The hot new buzzword for health and longevity with nutrition is elimination diets, sometimes referred to as reactive foods. The above was my headline for a lecture I presented back in 2014. Fast forward to today. This idea is no longer revolutionary, no longer cutting edge, and no longer controversial. Hopefully you've heard of it and have either tried to play with it or is wanting to learn more. If not, well, that's exactly why I write this stuff. Okay, so what are these? What does it mean and how does this affect you? And do you need it? The short answer, yes. It is something you should be familiar with. There will be success in eliminating bad stuff out of your diet and out of your body immediately in all aspects of your life. You will lose weight, feel better, lift more, run faster, have better sex, think more clearly. Life as you know it will be better. But the people who really need this, like desperately have to figure this crap out, those are the people with real deal medical conditions, fatigue, rashes, joint pain, fibromyalgia, sleep pattern issues, and seriously, damn near everything. If you have anything weird going on, chances are the diet is a huge part of the issue. This idea has and will continue to change the medical treatment for people with long-term inflammatory issues, and the implementation of this is way bigger than what you think. My own brother had a lot of success treating his rheumatoid issues that took him from a peak-of-life high school wrestling coach to some days needing a cane to get around. So what are we talking about here? Many of these plans, and there are thousands of them out there right now, focus on a new way of looking at health by eliminating foods that your body treats basically like an allergen. Now look, allergy and reactive foods are not the exact same thing. However, the line that the common media and subsequently a lot of doctors use to differentiate these two terms is blurring. The terms are thrown around sort of interchangeably, and really the treatment, which is simply the elimination of these from your system, is the same. So get the gist here. You eat X and your body reacts poorly. I know, it sounds a lot like an allergen, right? Well, it's not exactly. An EpiPen won't be needed, nor will it even help. The proper term is reactive food, and it is a bit different than common allergic reactions such as a bee sting or cedar oils. But it is really easy concept if you think of it similarly. And I think a lot of people typically will say, I'm allergic to this, and they're actually meaning they're reactive to this. Typical food reactions will show increased water retention, so a short-term weight gain. The extra water is part of the response to try and process the food through your guts. You'll also notice, if you're paying attention, an instant histamine reaction. Stuffy nose, light congestion. Think about eating salsa at a Mexican restaurant. Sometimes it's the amount and frequency of foods. For instance, steak might be fine for a person, but if they have it two days in a row, they get the reaction. Sound crazy? Actually, it's fairly common. Your body just doesn't like a certain product at certain levels, and it bugs out. Probably at some level, you've already been flirting with some version of a reactive food plan already. It's not obscure anymore, and the whole gluten-free thing has got huge. Your supermarket has an entire row dedicated to it. I have shared ideas on lectins and keto and intermittent fasting on this site even, and the article reads about the same. Dr. Gundry and his lectins diet and book, it takes this whole thing deeper from your from reactive foods to the actual cause. So if you want more information, please click above on the links I've posted above. I wrote this article to basically water it down a little bit and make the pieces easier to digest and to understand. 
small tr- proteins traveling through the gut wall due to cell wall barriers working incorrectly or being hijacked, that's tough. Reactive foods, that's easy. Grog eat X. Grog feel bad. Grog no eat X. I'm sure you or a friend have heard of grains, especially gluten causing problems, lactose intolerance, dairy, sugars, paleo, raw, vegan. All of these, minus a few basic ethical choices, are types of elimination plans. These plans aren't new. They're just newly packaged and marketed and lately researched and advanced. And I will tell you, they aren't bunk. This idea of reactive foods is quite real and backed by real science. I've tried a 20 to 30-day trial myself and learned a ton about my body. I have taken a new style reactive food blood test. I constantly test and experiment. I make better decisions because of the knowledge I have about what reacts with my body and in what volume. And I've become fairly acute in understanding when something has been okay for me for a long time or is even considered a healthy food and now it's a reactive food and obviously not healthy for me anymore. How do I know when I'm reactive? Clues, such as a three to four pound weight gain the next day, a feeling of bloatiness, soft abs, well, softer abs. I'm not really a six-pack guy on a normal day anyway. And usually within 15 minutes of eating something I'm reactive to, just a little more snappy and jumpy than normal. Stuff my kids do that usually makes me chuckle, and then it makes me agitated. Like give me seven Pringles and have my kids get all the pets out and play. It'll drive me nuts. And this is just after a small amount. Can you imagine three to four potato chips causing a three to four pound weight gain? I couldn't, but it does. I've tested it a lot. A single granola bar or bowl of oatmeal? Yep, it does it for me. Potatoes and oatmeal were my first reactive foods I discovered. The removal of these foods from my diet basically jump-started my entire re-look into what I was taught in school and what most of us in the health field regurgitate about nutrition, but is basically 20- to 50-year-old science that is wrong. I sat and ate lunch with my fifth grader today. It was very eye-opening to see what these kids think about nutrition by fifth grade. Much of it is just terrible advice and poor science. It's more old wives' tales than solid nutritional foundations at this point. It's turned into bad and good. It's either or or. Like, look, guys, food isn't a pass-fail test. It is a relationship with a lot of moving parts. So back to potatoes and oats for a second. Whoa, Chad, does this mean oats and potatoes are out? Well, no, not really. Potatoes and oats aren't bad foods. Okay, well, maybe oats are. Again, see the lectins article. But heck, sweet potatoes and oatmeal are supposed to be superfoods, right? They're supposed to be healthy, but not for me. For you, who knows? You have to test it to find out. As I've stated, reactive foods are not allergies. Many times reactive foods are reversible, not a true allergy, just something that's not wanted in your system at this time. Weird? Yes, I know. But I make better choices for me because of this information. The problem with the way foods react is inflammation. Yes, the biggest headline word for health in the last two years and sure to be the main issue treated worldwide over the next two decades. Look, it's not that a little inflammation will kill you, but with food and especially without knowing what is causing it, it's chronic inflammation. That's the next biggest buzzword in medicine. Your body in basic terms just doesn't function while it's fighting inflammation. Nothing works like it should. Not energy creation, fat removal, cancer-fighting cells, muscle growth, healing capabilities, not hormones, not good sleep patterns, no pain regulation, nothing works right. 
You have to get rid of inflammation to let the body heal correctly. This is why real diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, cholesterol problems, diabetes, and even cancer are jumping on the inflammation bandwagon for treatment options. And this is why there are a million new drugs, advertisements, diets, and trainers focusing on it because it's worth millions. Like I stated before, I like the idea. I like the plans, but ladies and gentlemen, if I come off preachy sometimes, I'm sorry, but I'll say it again. Use your heads. Well, do I have to give up all weeds, all potatoes, and oatmeal? No. Wait, Dr. Peters, did you say dairy was bad? No, no, wait, you didn't say that. Just all grains, right? No, no, no. Please don't throw a hand grenade at a problem that needs a hammer and a nail. Again, it's as I've said over and over again in the health field. It's not the idea that's wrong. It's a practical application. My example is removing all grains when in fact it's simple gluten or rice deal or removing all dairy and meat when when it may just be one form or too much at once. You need to take time and figure out what works for you and you only. Quit jumping on the fads and use the information to make better decisions. If it's gluten-free or a paleo diet that a caveman would be proud of and it works for you, fine. But come on, man. BJ's pizza tastes really good sometimes. And I can handle pizza and a beer sometimes because I'm not fighting a disease state. But if you are, in fact, treating cancer or diabetes or colitis or anything like this, then, dude, the pizza isn't worth it right now. Fix your body and help your body fix itself. This chronic inflammation and elimination diets deal is just going to get bigger and bigger. It has already. It's already better than when I wrote this article the first time four years ago. Look at my site, guys. We have evolved. Play with what works for you, and believe me, you can. I started this morning differently than I do nearly every other morning, and I felt like crap all day long. It's real. And by paying attention to just how junky you feel after eating junk, you're on the first part of your journey. We're all built differently, so what works for you won't work for me. You can make your body healthier, feel better, and find those hidden abs with the right approach and decision-making while still enjoying some of the great foods and drinks that work with your system. All right, the article is pretty much over, but I have a couple tools that I like that help with the idea. The book, The Plan, was a revolution when it came out, and it's the one that started me on this journey of reactive foods, but it's tough. It takes 30 days plus, and it has tons of food prep. This is the future, and now there's a company called Everlywell that has an incredible blood test. It's about $200 that you can do at home. I sell these in my clinic, and you can get them on Amazon. Everlywell changed my world, and it is so much easier than a 30-day test. There's also a company called One Step where you fill out a food journal, and the company has a dude that looks over all your stuff and systematically removes one single food at a time that's a likely candidate for crap that you're eating. It's genius. It's especially genius for those of us with a little less motivation and are stubborn. But even without the website, the idea itself is powerful. Remove just one thing at a time that's crushing your day. Do that for a month and now go find another.